here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. Hello and welcome to Gambling with Gold. My name is Jason Gold. We're listening to episode 22 of our show. This is our week fed. As always, I am joined by my buddy from the Action Network, Dan Titus. Dan, how are we doing this Friday? Busy Friday, man, but like uh, this is going to be great. Week six, we're already a quarter, a third of the way through the season, man. It's crazy how quickly this thing is going down. NBA is about to start, so I'm sure we'll be talking about a whole bunch of other stuff. But for now, all things football, and I uh, got some good matchups coming up to this week. Yeah, so we will go through our top five against the spread bets, some other bets that we like. We'll talk about probably every game on the board by the time we're done with this thing. And if you guys are here for the Odell Beckham and DeAndre Hopkins giveaway, you're going to have to wait a bit. You're going to have to sit through all of our terrible bets. Hopefully we'll lose you some money <laughs> this week. So if you check back at the end of the show, probably with about five minutes left of the show, we'll uh, we'll spin the wheel, give away some cool jerseys, and uh, hopefully send these out to some people that are really going to love them. So we'll get to that in a little bit. Why don't we start off the top? Dan, number one bet on the board this week, week six. What do you got? Chargers plus two and a half going up against the Baltimore Ravens. We talked about it in the early look ahead, and this line's already moved. I got it at plus three, but current line's seen at plus two and a half. But I think this is going to be a great spot for the Chargers here, man. Like the, the Ravens continue to play these long, drawn out games. And um, I think you got the Chargers, man. Like they've proven that they can go across country and pull out wins. And uh, I think this team is rocking and rolling. We know how high we are on, on Justin Herbert and his MVP. Um, his MVP accolades that's coming up. So I don't know, man. I'm riding with him here. I think this is a great spot for the Chargers to keep it rolling. Um, and they're giving the points, so I, I like it. So give me the 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 dogs here and Chargers. So I, I'm torn on this game. I have I see two and a half on the board right now. Probably won't play that. Uh I did see a three and a half at one point on Wednesday, and I put Ooh. a little bit of money on the plus there three and go. a half. All right, uh I had to just for value-wise, I didn't even care. In one right. of the contests that I play in, there's also a Chargers three and a half. I will be playing that one. I just think there's too much value there. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough for me because what Baltimore wants to do well is what the Chargers are, are going to allow them to do, which is run yeah, the ball. Run the ball. What they're, mm-hmm. they're going to prevent them from doing is what Lamar has been successful on this year, which is deep downfield passing. Now they get Bateman back. I don't think that he'll be a big part of their game plan, but he is there. They found something. I'm assuming in the second half there in their passing game. Maybe it's just out of desperation against the Colts on Monday night, but they found something there. I don't know whether or not they're going to be able to do that against the Chargers. If they're successful enough running and Lamar gets outside the pocket enough, I could see this being an issue for the Chargers and forcing the Chargers to play from behind as a road game, early game. I don't necessarily know that they're going to be able to pull it out in the same way that they did against Washington in game one of the season. But I would still back Herbert and Staley. These guys are rolling right now. Short week for the Ravens. Uh, I could see this as a toss-up. I think that three is probably the right number. If it's two and a half, I may lean Ravens three and a half. I'm definitely on the Chargers. Uh, so I don't hate it. Uh, you got. I would just take, if you're going to do two and a half, just take the Chargers straight up and see what the hell happens at this point, right? Right. Yeah, that's, that's what my thought is too. And, you know, I, I think that the as much as I want to put some stock in the fact that the Ravens are just super resilient, they've also been extremely lucky. And I don't know if against a, against a really good team, like the Colts, they're not that great, right? So – they played out of their. They played very well, and then they wind up losing the game in the second half. Um, really, just go, getting really complacent on defense. So I don't think that the Chargers are going to make the same mistakes. I think this is a real ass team that they're going to need to play good for all four quarters. And if they don't come out hot, um, they're going to struggle to get back in the game. 
The Ravens have definitely been lucky this season. They've been on the right side of a lot of games. Almost every game that they've played in this season, they've been on the right side of. So they're bound to catch one, whether or not it's this week. We will see. So Dan's on the board with Chargers plus two and a half as his number one bet. My number one bet, I've been saying it all week. I'm not going to change because Nick Chubb's not playing. It's Cleveland. It got up to minus three and a half. It's currently at minus three. I bet it early in the week at two and a half. I also rebet it at three. I will play it in the circuit contest at three as my best bet. Also, I don't care. This Arizona team is, I mean, we're going to keep betting against Cliff. We'll see what happens. Cleveland's a real damn team. And now Arizona has to go on the road against a real team and see what they're made of. And I do not think that they're made of enough to get this done on the road and move to six. and now I think that Cleveland will win. I think that they will pound the rock with Kareem Hunt. I think Hunt will have a massive game. And I have the Browns winning by at least double digits. I think this game will be, wow. let's go, let's go 30 to 17. Also, I think that the Kyler arm issue that we saw in the second half against the 49ers is not being talked about enough. This is where his season took a, well, went in the dumpster last year is when he got injured a little bit. If he's not rolling at hundred percent, this team is just not the same. And I do not believe in this Arizona defense as well as they've been playing. I think that they're going to, they're going to get it this week against a real offensive line. So I would have massive concerns uh, if I were Arizona fans or Arizona backers. So give me Cleveland minus three as my number one bet. Uh, Dan, what? yeah. Yeah, that was going to be my second bet because I, okay. I I totally agree with you because, you know, just because we, we're not, we're not going to see Nick Chubb out there doesn't mean that Ed Stefanski still can't do what he wants. And uh, Kareem Hunt is a capable three down back. We've seen it in the past and he's capable of shouldering that workload and, you know, Baker Mayfield, I was a little bit concerned about his throwing shoulder as well going into last week, but he was slinging it all over the field. So I think he's he's looks good to go. I am more concerned about Kyler Murray, though, uh, as you alluded to. He's got a shoulder injury. He had a shoulder impingement last year that do- totally affected him towards the end of last season. Um, so I'm, I'm expecting to see a lot of short dump off screen passes, a lot of the ways to get Rondell more the ball, but not those downfield throws, because I don't know if they're going to be there with D hop. So. Um, I think this is going to be a really good opportunity for the Cleveland Browns to get back on track after a tough loss against the uh, Chargers last week. Yeah, one of the other other reasons that I really like the Browns this week is because of Cleveland's linebacking core, how fast they are side to side. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's that's what you need against Kyler. you got to keep him inside the pocket, not getting around the edge, and uh, that's what Cleveland can do really well. So uh, one of the other reasons that I really like him this week. Uh, My number two play on the board, since you got Cleveland as your number two, let's go with the square sharp underdog of the week, which is Detroit plus three and a half uh, against the Bengals at home. I think this is the week that the Lions get it done. Maybe it's just me being a sap for Dan Campbell, but I think that they're finally going to get one here. Uh, Bengals have to be exhausted after playing almost five quarters last week against the Green Bay Packers. They put everything they had into that game and to not come away with a win. I think that they will be uh, maybe not in the best frame of mind to go and win this game. Uh, I like the Lions, what they can do on the ground against Cincinnati. And I think that they will actually be able to cover plus three and a half at home. So that's my number two pick on the board right now. I like it. All right. What is your number three on the board? Number three is my fate of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm taking the New England Patriots plus three and a half. I think that, I don't know, man, everyone that goes into Gillette always seems to struggle a little bit. We saw Tom, Tom Brady, the GOAT all of a sudden just forget how to play offense. And I think that's what Bill Belichick does, man. He takes away your best weapons. And what we've seen right now, their best weapon is Dak Prescott. Wouldn't be surprised if Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard still had a productive day. But what Bill Belichick does is he just sucks the life out of the game. 
And uh, at three and a half points, I think that this is a good position for the New England defense to actually uh, wake up uh, or, or at least put a little bit of contention into those Dallas Cowboys that have just been churning out yards, yards after yards. And I think it's going to be a, a nice slowdown spot for them in uh, New England. So give me the uh, points here with uh, three and a half uh, for the Patriots. I am with you here. It is not one of my top five, but I will be using New England in almost every single teaser piece that I that I can think of. I already have them with Tampa Bay from last night. Uh, great teaser spot. As a great lo- teaser. Love, love, love the under in this game. Under 51, under 50 and a half, depending on what where the game is right now. I think it'll be very slow. Yeah. And we're also going to talk about we're getting to the point of the season. We're in week six. It's start, time to start fading those against the spread records. Dallas has not mm-hmm. lost against the spread this season. That stuff just generally doesn't work out. It is going to regress. So this is a good time to take uh, New England against Dallas on the road, or Dallas is on the road. So time to fade them against the spread. I am with you. I did bet a little bit. Uh, It was plus four and a half and plus four early in the week. I bet those three and a half scares me a little bit more, but I think you're still okay as long as you're above the three. I actually see a plus three, plus 105 on the board right now. So if it gets to three, maybe stay away. But anything above that, I think that we're good here. Uh, my number three on the board. Uh, so in some of the contests, this is four and a half. It has now moved to six, but I think that the bears plus six at home, uh, this is a great spot for them. Green Bay. We saw, I mean, they're, they're a little fake here. Not to say that they can't go out and win a championship, whatever. They're still a really good team, but they're not as good as the market is giving them credit for. I think that the bears defense can do work on them at soldier field. And I think that Justin Fields ability to get outside the pocket along with a game plan by Bill Lazor, will help them be successful. Uh, over under right now, 44 points. That is a very low total to be catching six at home. So give me the Bears plus six. I think that's a really good bet. This game scares the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> only because, like, uh, we saw Damian Williams. You know, he's got COVID, so it's going to be Khalil Herbert's show um, in the backfield. But then also, you have, you know, Justin Fields got a, a hyperextended knee last in, in the victory against the Raiders. I mean, I, all signs point to him being – uh, completely healthy, but I don't know. I just haven't seen much out of their past game. I mean, if there's gonna gonna be a get right moment for the Bears and Justin Fields gonna be here, Yair Alexander is gonna be out, so that's one less problem that at least Allen Robinson might be able to actually get open for change, or maybe Darnell Mooney. So yeah, I'm just curious to see how the the Bears offense comes to play. But you know, six points in that in that that game total that is pretty understated at forty uh, you know forty points. Like I, I could definitely see that being a, within a six point margin game. All right, what is your uh, your number four on the board? Number four on the board, going with the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, uh, I see a lot of them at minus six and a half. Um, so I'm, I'm going to take the Chiefs there. They're just, I don't know, man. The Chiefs just got to get going at some point. What better way to get going against a team that's been overrated all season, especially their defense in the Washington football team. So I think this is going to be a smash spot for Patrick Mahomes to get back on track here. Um, you know, they did lose Clyde Edwards, Alaire, but I think Daryl Williams will be just fine as a replacement, you know, at, at the goal line primarily, but I think we'll see Tyreek Hill, uh, blow the top off, um, much like the, uh, the chargers had a lot of success in week one. So, uh, with a pass happy offense, uh, give me the, I'm laying the points here with, uh, the with the chiefs. All right. So this reminds me a lot of the Philadelphia game where they came in 42, 30, absolute smash by they're going against a defense that was just completely overwhelmed by their passing game. Right. Uh, Tyreek has to be healthy. I would not bet this until I know that he's a full go for Sunday. Uh, it looks like he is, although he was limited in practice today. If he's going, I lean towards the Chiefs. I know that we're supposed to bet against the Chiefs every week, right? Their <laughs> defense stinks. 
Washington's offense will be able to score in this game. But that being said, I I think the Chiefs are going to score 45 points in this game. How am I supposed to how am I supposed to not lay six and a half? Right. I think they're going to score 45. So I'm with the other Chiefs. I'll probably have them as a lot of teaser piece. Hopefully they're not the ones that screw me. Uh, that would that would be the <laughs> one that concerned me, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, I'm with you at the Chiefs uh, minus six and a half. All right, my number four on the board. They no longer have a head coach. That makes them a great gross bet to make. That would be the Las Vegas Raiders plus four at Denver. I'm just going to continue fading Denver, man. They had three great games to start the season against the three worst teams in the NFL. We've seen who they are now. They are a terrible team. We've seen this Raiders team perform well against some very difficult opponents. I think the Raiders can go in two mile high and get a win, but plus four divisional dog. It's way too high. I think this is going to be, I mean, the over under is 43 and a half right now. Okay. I don't really feel good about either side of that, but I think it's going to be low scoring. You're giving me a divisional opponent with plus four at a over under 43 and a half. That's I'm going to make that bet all day with a team that I actually think might be better than the Broncos. So give me the Raiders plus four. Yeah. It's a really interesting test case here, man, of like, is this going to be adverse? The Raiders responding to adversity. It's like, fuck John Gruden. You know, we stand we stand for so much better of an organization than this, or they're just going to completely shit the bed and they're going to blame, you know, all the turmoil within the organization. So um, before points against a, a Denver Broncos team that's been super inconsistent, um, especially on the offensive end of the field, um, I, I certainly see the argument for it. All right. What's your uh, your last best bet on the board? Last best bet going with Carolina, man. Um this is an understated line here. I know that it's moving. Uh, it's plus two and a half right now, just with news of Christian McCaffrey being ruled out. But everyone's hating on Sam Darnold right now and forgetting that this team was has still a very formidable defense. And uh, just because the offense wasn't clicking against the Eagles, they blew it. I think there's some questionable play calls. Sam Darnold was a little bit shook, but I think this is a way better matchup where uh, a, Mike, a Minnesota Vikings defense that barely even held it together against the Detroit Lions. So, I don't have much faith in the uh, the Vikings here. Um, we do; they are going to have Dalvin Cook back, uh, which should certainly help. But you know, I, I'm going to trust the Carolina defense to have a, a bounce back here and take them with the points. All right. I mean, I like the the Panther side of this too. We talked about this before we got on the podcast. Actually, how much this line had moved? It's, it opened at around Carolina minus one and a half. Now it's up to plus two and a half. It's a lot of movement, especially for no real injury news. Uh, I, McCaffrey, maybe they thought he was going to play this week and now he's not, but McCaffrey's yeah. not worth McCaffrey's not worth four points. In no way is a running back worth four points. So this seems like a lot of sharp money, which scares the absolute shit out of me. I think that this is a great teaser piece at this point, plus two and yeah. a half move to plus eight and a half. Actually, I was going to make this one of my best bets was uh Chargers plus eight and a half and Carolina plus eight and a half. Ooh, I love I love, I love that one piece. together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love those together. So that's kind of where my angle is right now. If he gets to three, I'm definitely going to bet Carolina. But for right now, I'll use them as a teaser piece. It's The movement is the only thing scaring me off. I think that Carolina will win this game. I think they had the advantage defensively. I think they will slow down the Vikings. I think that their offense will be able to score against this Vikings defense, although the Vikings defense is playing better. And they're at home. Like I, I think that they can win this game. But the movement is... I just can't do it. I cannot go against the Sharps this hard. Maybe when we get to three, I think that I've hit my number. And I assume right. the Sharps will too. If there's any yeah. three, it's going to get bought back to two and a half on the other side. So right. Good uh, hopefully hopefully, I'm awake and around when I see that plus three. Uh, I will not be buying it. But uh, if it's there, <laughs> if it's there, I will be betting it.
for sure. Uh, all right, so I got to make my fifth pick here. I do not know where I want to go with this one at all. Um, we know we got to go gross. If it's not gross, we don't want it. Well, fuck me then. Let's do it. Jacksonville <laughs> plus three and a half in yes. London, 6 a.m. Let's make it super gross. Why not? You swayed me. You swayed me. I had to go with it. All right. When in so, doubt, go with the Jags. I love it. Oh, my God. I'm going to die on the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars Hill this year. They're going to be 0-17 against the spread, and I'm going to bet it 14 times. So I can't wait for that to happen. So – we got Miami minus three and a half. They got two back, but we've seen this team is they're injured. They're trash. Xavier Howard's not making the trip over like Tua. Tua is not better than Jacoby Brissett at this point. No. Uh, Loving my future and, of Tua right now. It's looking great. Yikes. I mean, they're going to have to trade four first round picks for Deshaun Watson at this point. That's not, <laughs> not really enjoyable for them. Uh, Jacksonville is Jacksonville. We, we've seen some progress offensively. Uh, they obviously don't have DJ Shark anymore, but they still have James Robinson. They still have some pieces. The defense may be getting a little bit better. I'm trying to have a bright outlook here. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm betting on the Jags plus three and a half at six in the goddamn morning in Los Angeles, okay? <laughs> I'm I'm grasping at straws here, man. I, the Dude. first four I feel good about. <laughs> yeah. Just put a dunce hat on me with a Jaguars plus three and a half and bury me six feet underground. Nah, dude. I mean, we got the return of Tua. Like, we don't know what he's going to look like at the gates. Yeah. He still doesn't have Will Fuller. Miles um, Gaskin had the game of his life in terms of, like, receiving. But I don't know, man. He's I think still lost ja- by 40. Exactly. So, like, there's nothing about the, the Miami Dolphins that's, like, screaming, like, oh, my God, they're going to blow them out or at least even cover the points. Like, I've never been a believer of Miami. And you know, while Flores' defense has been solid, they're playing in a neutral field. They have the time considerations. We already know about, you know, the field and people playing faster, but I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if we see the Jags actually show up for once. I mean, hey, they didn't have any scandal this week. Maybe this is some good juju for them. I don't know. Well, they have the board that says, like, we've got 11 days without a scandal at this point. Great. <laughs> Congratulations. It's all enough. <laughs> I guess in theory, Jacksonville does have fans in London because they've been there so often. I'm, yeah. I'm grasping. I'm grasping. I love it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so give me Jacksonville plus three and a half. And a, I, I will be drink, drinking espresso martinis at 6 15 in the morning, throwing them at my television <laughs> as Trevor Lawrence fumbles the ball in the first snap and in the end zone. Well, honestly, I think my biggest concern of this game is that the coaching advantage is huge for Miami. Like, yeah, four is a much better is. coach than, than Urban is, uh, and their staff is much better. So, that's that's really my big concern here that Jacksonville just gets out coached and they turn the ball over a lot and they lose by 20. It, they, and they like outgain Miami. I could totally see that scenario where it's like 27 seven, but they have a hundred more total yards. Right. They turn the ball right. over three times and urban's just being an asshole. So whatever, give me Jacksonville plus three and a half. Screw it. All right, let's move on to some other bets that we like for the weekend. Maybe some over unders, maybe some round Robins. What do you got for us? Yeah. So man, I'm, I'm trending the under here. Hold up. My uh, computer stopped working. All right. Well, I'll continue while you start to get yours ready. So uh, I got Patriots, Cowboys under 51 points. Love that one. Chargers, Baltimore under 51. I think that will be a lower scoring game than people think. Houston, Indianapolis over 43 and a half. I think there will be more scoring there. Houston games have been bet really, really low and uh, they've gone over quite a few times. I don't think that the Houston offense is as bad as people think it is. Obviously, we saw that last week versus the Patriots. They did some nice things. How about this one? First half round robin money line 
uh, let's go Chargers, Vegas, Detroit, Chicago, New England. All five of those first half money lines. Round robin it up. Let's do threes and fours. Let's bet about uh, $250 into this, and the return is about four grand. So uh, let's have some fun with that one. It's a nice little EV there. Yeah, absolutely. It should be fun. So, uh, yeah, let's move over to whatever you got. Yeah, so I got the over in the Bengals-Detroit game. That's sitting at 47. I got the over in the Kansas City Chiefs and Washington football team. I think that's just going to be a a shootout of no defense. Uh, Start Taylor Heineke if you're in a bind for any streaming quarterbacks. I think he's going to have a hell of a day. Going to take the... Um, the under in the Chargers Ravens, uh, I think we'll see maybe a little bit of regression there, some tired ass defense. Um, and then also I'm going to take the under in the Arizona Cardinals and Cleveland Browns as Kyler Murray struggles to, uh, find any yardage on those, um, on those Cleveland Browns. I actually like the under in that game too. I had not noticed it until now under, under 49 and, 49 and a half. Let's, mm-hmm. let's let us bet that one too. All right. So. We're going to talk about all the games that we didn't get to real quick, kind of give you our sides on those. But before we do that, let's spin the wheel. Let's give away these DeAndre Hopkins and Odell Beckham signed jerseys. So let's go ahead and spin the wheel. Congratulations, (laughs) Blake Bumgarner and uh, Dan Santayo. Congratulations on winning those. We will uh, contact you on Instagram or Twitter. So congrats to you guys. And uh, congrats. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys enjoy them. Get them framed. And uh, they sit in your living room for some time and you guys enjoy them. So let's move on to the games that we have not talked about yet, which would be, let's see down the board. We have not talked really about Houston, Indianapolis, Indianapolis minus 10. What's your, uh, what's your thought on that game? Uh, That's a game I'm probably not going to be super interested in, but I feel like I got to go Houston plus 10 here because I mean, why not Davis Mills? We, we saw him have a better game last week, a game of his life. I, I'm not going to say that he's going to repeat that, but the Colts defense can be thrown upon. And, um, you know, I'm not expecting the Colts to be a very dominant team. This is a divisional game. The Houston Texans have woken up against um, other divisional opponents. So I, I don't know. I like them here. Ten points, that's, that's a bit rich. And I don't even know that they're going to be able to score that many points to even make it to ten-point advantage. So, um, yeah, give me the Texans here. Yeah, I think that a short week, an opponent that they're not going to care about at all. Uh, I like Houston plus 10 here also. Maybe we should actually put some money down on this. Yeah, I about uh, to say. Yeah. <laughs> I think I if we both the side on there, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and like I said earlier, I like the over here. I think there will be more points than we think. Uh, give me, let's go Houston 27, no, 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 Indianapolis 27-20. Uh, so that takes the over and Houston like that. that one. Uh, game that we've not talked about. We have not talked about Seattle, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh minus five on Sunday night football. Uh, before we get to that, there is some champion round stuff there. We have a <clears throat> Heinz Ward Jersey or no signed mini helmet hiding Ooh. at Heinz field. You have to go to our TikTok and go and find it. It is in the parking lot at Heinz field or it will be on Sunday. So awesome. everybody has to go, everybody has to go find the hidden treasure, the Heinz Ward Jersey at Heinz field. So that'll be uh, a good time. So Pittsburgh, Minus five over under 42 and a half. We go at Geno Smith and Ben Roethlisberger on Sunday night football, something that nobody wants to see. So what do you got? What do you got in this one? I think this is a trap game for Pittsburgh, man. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Geno Smith come out of nowhere and start balling out. Not, I don't know if that's actually going to happen, but at least keep it within five and a half points. Like I just don't like that line at five and a half. Um, it's kind of in the, in the middle of that dead zone of like, 
I don't know if I can trust Pittsburgh and Ben Roethlisberger to like outscore them by a touchdown, but I also don't know that, you know, this is going to be within a field goal. So yeah, this is a stay away game for me, but you know, gun to my head, I'll take the Pittsburgh Steelers at home uh, just because we don't know what Geno Smith is really going to look like. But from what we saw in, in Sunday night football, like it wasn't that bad or excuse me, um, Thursday night football. It wasn't that bad. Like he easily had a rapport with, with DK Metcalf, but I think it's going to be curious whether they're going to be able to be able to get uh Tyler Lockett involved. Carson's out. So, you know, it's going to be the Alex Collins show as well, which we've seen Seattle, um, Pittsburgh's defense actually show up. So uh, I won't be surprised if they, if they uh, made Seattle struggle a little bit on offense as well. All right. So this is one of our picks in Circa. Uh, this Ooh. is not my, it's not, not my pick, but it is a pick and I will give this person's handicap on his behalf uh, because I don't, I really don't know what to think about this game. So we have Pittsburgh minus five. The reason being one, Juju is not playing, which makes Claypool and Deontay Johnson uh, better. They're going to force them the ball, and those two receivers are more dynamic than Juju. It'll force them to throw the ball further down the field, which makes their offense a little bit more dynamic and gets rid of this, you know, four yards a dot. So hopefully that'll be successful for them against a Seattle defense that is really struggling right now. And yeah. it's a it's a full Geno Smith fade. We saw some good things last week, but the guy hasn't thrown a pass in five years in the NFL. It's been a there's while. A reason, there's a reason that he has been benched and mostly irrelevant throughout his entire career and five points at home uh sunday night football tom was going to have the boys up ready to go so give me the Steelers minus five here on behalf of my circa bets uh i don't really know if i fully believe that handicap but for the purposes of winning money i am all in <laughs> i love it so give me these Steelers minus five uh, yeah I, see, I definitely certainly see the argument for it man like i don't you can't trust geno smith we don't know what we're gonna get here but uh, yeah, I'm curious to see what the what the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers offense looks like without Juju. I think we'll see James Washington involved a little bit more in those three wide receiver sets. But yeah, there's no reason why they shouldn't have some success on this defense. Seattle's defense has been inconsistent all year. So take Russell Wilson out of that equation. You got a completely different you got a completely different game plan and scheme that you're gonna have to worry about. So should be easier for the Steelers. All right, let's move on to the last game of the week. Buffalo minus six on Monday Night Football versus the Tennessee Titans. It looks like the Titans are going to have Julio and AJ back, probably in a smaller capacity than they would usually play in. They still do have Derrick Henry. The Bills are just mashing people right now. What do you think is going to happen in this one? The smash continues. I, I mean, I haven't seen anything. I mean, the Titans lost to the Jets. Uh, the Titans have also, you know, been very inconsistent. We haven't seen Ryan Tannehill play great football yet. He also hasn't had all of his team, uh, you know, healthy. But I think that the fact that we're getting Julio Jones and A.J. Brown suiting up again, along with Derrick Henry, should help the case. But I just don't see the, the the Titans really sticking with this squad. This is two, this is two levels of football here where you have one that's going to be a fringe playoff team if they're lucky to come out of a shit division, uh, that being the the Titans, versus like, the odds on favor right now to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC, which is the Buffalo Bills. I don't see this as a laydown spot for them. Either they keep it moving, keep the foot on the gas and blow them out. Yeah. So I was hoping, well, I would have been hoping after the Kansas city game that Buffalo had a sleepy 10 AM game where they were favored by 17 points against the jets at home. Cause that would be a smash spot for someone like the jets. Right. The fact that it's, they have an extra day off that it's Monday night football against a team that they're angry. I'm sure about that cost them a win last year. Don't forget about that. Oh, point. yeah. This was the Tuesday BS COVID game where Buffalo's literally preparing for another team while they're waiting on the tarmac to see if they could actually go to Tennessee and play, and they lost the game. Yeah. I don't think that they forgot about that. 
I think that they will be prepared and ready for this game. Six is a lot uh, as a road team, as a road favorite. So give me some hesitation here. But as a teaser piece, oh, yeah. Give me the, give me the bills and a pick them. I absolutely think that they can win this game. I would not be surprised to see it go under. Maybe it'll be a, a hair sleepy or Tennessee try to run Henry down there. Run the ball. Yep. Yeah. Um, but give me Buffalo to win the game. Uh, let's go uh, 20, 28, 24 uh, Buffalo. So I don't know if I like the minus six here, but as a teaser piece, hell yeah. Put it into everything. Put it with the Chargers, with Carolina. I like that a lot. Yeah, and I think you're right. That the only way the Titans are going to be competitive in this game is if they just lean on Henry, control the clock, keep Allen off the field, um, let him just beat beat him down on the front in the trenches. All right, that does it for episode 22 of Gambling with Gold, our Week Six best bets. We will be back next Tuesday with our Week Seven look ahead preview. Until then, Dan, thank you for joining me as always, and yes, let's sir. win bets this weekend. Talk to you guys soon.